0: I'm ready to start this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you really got the Paul Lynn thing going today. I'm just going to... You know, our listeners love it when you slurp your Diet Coke. I know, that's why I do it. That and I, I, I do it for attention because I can't beat his Paul Lind. The viewers love it just because they like seeing your lips, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway, moving right along. The Flaming Lips were a band. They are a band. You
0: you (laughs) make Mick Jagger look like Bela Lugosi (laughs) Bela Lugosi had no lips That doesn't really sound Is this my Twizzler? You don't even like Twizzlers No
1: but I don't like people taking my things (laughs) (laughs) You took that ex-girlfriend of mine I didn't like her either That never happened (laughs) Twiddle I just can't of a fucking Twizzler I'll try that again (laughs) Twiddle
0: (laughs) You've been dope Yes. Hi, you're wasting my Twizzlers!
1: <laughs> well, let me see if I
2: still hate Twizzlers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Bonehead, (laughs) and by that he means, hey Twizzlers, if you want to sponsor us, we'll make him eat seven of them on air every episode. By the way, way, you missed the whole pre-episode
0: conversation about the Paul Lind Halloween special that's on Amazon. I can't stop talking like (laughs) him now. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. Can we give a shout out to John Stanton? I was going
1: to
2: say in the middle of the day, I was
0: doing the Paul Lind at the Chris Halloween special. It's famous
2: a, if you've never seen it.
0: It's not famous. No, no. It's
2: famous because it's the first television appearance of Kiss. That's true. Yes, that is true. Um, but, I, as I was telling Joe, Joe has not seen it. So, this is a spoiler. My I'm sorry, My hair is Joe. all jacked up, isn't it? Um, no, you're good. God, he looks like a mole weevil got loose in the cotton field. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> You don't know. You
0: might want to add some more glue to that toupee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had... Anyway, anyway. Uh, hold so- on. I had a Maker's Mark hat that I loved wearing, but I can't wear it anymore. Why can't I wear this hat anymore? Is Look it- at it from 20 feet. Oh, I know. It looks like a what? It looks like a fucking MAGA hat. Oh! So every time I put it on, I walk out, I go, some
2: asshole's going to say, Trump! <laughs> but back to Paul Lynn. See, the Paul Lynn Halloween episode uh, special... It's on Amazon Prime. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. Because Kiss is in it. And Kiss is Kiss. It's fun to watch him perform. But it's even more fun to watch Paul Lin go back and forth with him. Because you're just like... You can tell Paul Lin was like, I don't know, book whoever you want. Also highly show. intoxicated. But the... He
1: was a very mean person. The, the episode... It's the, an Are you smacking in the remote again? Probably. I mean, this is called the, a microphone. You gave me two Twizzlers. I didn't give you that and a microphone. <laughs> he got two turntables. <laughs> I gave Emma? you two Twizzlers and a microphone. But
2: anyway. Uh, what is that? The Back? No, I was. That's where, where it's at. Where it's at. Where oh. It's at. That's when you got two yeah. Twizzlers and a microphone. So so I don't go off script. I was trying, but he's, he's, he's hot. I swear I don't. Fall, I, and I, I thought about in.
1: putting it on, and then I'm like, what if somebody's just flipping through YouTube, and they're like, holy cow, he's got a MAGA hat on. More it's views, Tomash. Makers, Makers mark what? More views. And if.
2: But oh. I. Guess, but are the people we want. Do they pay? Well, oh, you got a point there. Because I'm a capitalist. and Anyway, Listen, uh, if you've never seen the Paul Lynn Halloween do season, shit, let me, let let me Let me do this as Paul Lynn. Fox News
0: tells the truth, boys.
2: <laughs> I'll take the
1: middle square on Fox News.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, Paul Lynn is most well known for being Uncle Arthur from Be Wish, even though he only played that role 11 times. Only 11, 11 times? Only 11 times. But anyway, the Paul Lynn Halloween special, you would think would be a special where you would do skits about Halloween. It stars Margaret Hamilton reprising the role of the Wicked Witch of the West. Which right. should be great in and of itself. Witchy Poo from Sid and Crofts, whatever the crap that was. And, uh, and you have all this great talent and you're doing a Halloween special. So what would you do skits about? Halloween, right? Truck driving skit with Tim Conway. Uh, And and then that leads into a skit where they're competing for the same wife at a truck stop, and she's played by... um, I don't think Paul Lynn would be interested in a wife. (laughs) I don't know, but that's what happens in the thing, and then then Kiss... I made it the insurance. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then Kiss performs Beth... Uh, Detroit, Rock City, It's I hear you calling. Can you do Paul Lynn? What was that? I don't know. You do a
0: better Paul Lynn than me. <laughs> what were you trying to say? All I heard was, who the? Who the who Beth, who? I Beth, I hear you calling. Beth, I hear you calling.
2: The best part about Obviously, it. Obviously, I know I told, Kiss better than you. I told you. Chad this line because the best part about it is Paul Lynn, they're trying to do the small talk like Johnny Carson did with his guest. And so Kiss comes over and he does, I Paul Lynn does, I know how you boys got your name. And Kiss Ace from Kiss goes, yeah, how? And Paul goes, your mother's told you to kiss and make up after you got in a fight and you took it literally. And then Gene Simmons says, we don't wear makeup. And see, they're wearing the makeup. Ha. ha! Ha!
0: Ha! Now, what's this episode about? Oh, <laughs> he about like 45 he... minutes long. Well, you know, because we're talking about Paul Lynn Star yep, Trek. Yep, Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we teach okay, it a little, can little bit. Can you do Paul Lynn doing a level Pro? Live long and prosper, boys. <laughs>
1: it's only funny
0: because he ends it with boys.
1: <laughs> Run to the showers.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Would you like fries with that, boys? I'm a girl. <laughs> a pre- yes. A pretty, I'm a pretty, pretty cheerleader. I'm cheer a
1: pretty, leader. pretty, it. All right. So today... The reason we're doing Star Trek is because that's popular and it turns out if we talk about top popular subjects we get more
2: views. By the way, the fact that Star Trek is popular is exciting to me because I grew up... Um, well, it's
1: not as popular as it was.
2: Well, but I think in some ways it is. I think I think it's getting a new audience now. I think you're seeing more 20s and 30s get into there,
1: it. You watch it. Uh, the supporter of the show, Mary, watches it. Marianne, thanks so much. And that's but, it. Nobody else has ever seen no, Star Trek. No, I'm pretty sure other people have. Gene Rodden Barry didn't bother to watch it. <laughs> no, he didn't. He just,
2: <laughs> much like that skin of Matt Groening on The Simpsons where it's just him counting money and yep. get out of my office. Yep. That's, uh, no. You, You're Matt
0: Groening. It was almost Paul Lind. You're Paul Lind as well. You know that, don't you? I know. You're I just thought you I can't.
2: I really wish I could do a good Paul Lind because I would just stop doing me and do Paul Lind. Yeah, I'm you like, would. I want to be teaching. Teach you sub. If Let, I me, could let te- me
0: see if I can do a Paul Lind in one word Rosebud.
1: Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> It's a compound word. Is it technically
2: two? It's, no, it's one word. It's, one it's just word. a compound. Hold on.
0: Rosebud Boys!
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the Rosebud Boys sounds like it could be a great, great um, uh, barbershop quartet. <laughs> Where are the Rosebud Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Moon over Parma. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get the show done.
1: Bring
0: it's- your love to me tonight. <laughs>
1: Jad, you wanted to do a short episode. <laughs> we yep. blew that! Well, we, yeah, just like Paul Lin. So not touching that. Allegedly. 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 No, Allegedly. it's pretty accurate. So behind us we have a poster for Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. And I will argue it's my poster. It's an original one sheet. <clears throat>
2: Now, is that is time by Leonard Nimoy? Because uh, I have ones that...
0: Leonard on. Nimoy is the least of all of them. Is it signed by... Oh, so you got Ricardo Montalban.
2: Well, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't
1: think, he, don't think he did either. I have a His sign. pecs are on the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the actual ones. Joe dug him up. I dug his ass up and said, let me have them pecs. <laughs> anyway, I don't think most people... And when we got to talking about Star Trek, because Star Trek's been on the board, Star Trek and star wars but we're not going to get to that either but star trek we've talked about several different ways and actually it has been two and a half years gentlemen before we decided how we wanted to tackle it yeah because we'd bring it up and it was like well we can't do just the series we'd have to do one series and can we really just want to do that and do want to do that don't want to do movies and there's a ton of people talking about star trek so the reason i got this poster down was one is it actually is hanging in my basement right yep it is mine it is one of my favorite movies, not one of my favorite Star Trek films. Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan is one of my favorite movies.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
1: one of Tarantino's favorite movies, right? Yeah. Um, Tarantino loves Star Trek. Lots of people love Star Trek. But most people consider this... I
0: prefer Buck Rogers. <laughs> you would. Twinkie, twinkie, Really quick,
1: most people consider this the best Star Trek film, Correct. Yeah, yeah. Some people say they pref- uh, and A couple of folks have said The Voyage Home, but if I think. Of the also line,
2: known by non diehards as The, the one, one with of the Whales.
0: whales. I would say it's between this one, or honestly, don't shoot me, but J.J. Abrams' first one was. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I agree. Well, with and
1: it.
2: it's, 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 it's got
1: it's, some flaws, but it's a damn good Star Trek movie. Well, and
0: well, and if you compare it to its the way. flaws of other Star Trek films
1: or, or his sequel.
2: Yeah. Oh. Oh, don't even get me started on that one. matter of fact, actually, Quentin Tarantino has the best. Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor. He ain't con.
0: He's that not wasn't con. con.
2: He's not con. I, yeah, I mean, they did an entire comic book to explain the visual difference and what they did to him and stuff like that. That, <clears> that was written by uh, Kurtz and Orsi? Orsi
1: or Robert Orsi or- C- and Robert Kurtzman. Or whatever his name is. Um, Alex Kurtzman, i no, sorry, sorry. So, no, keep
0: talking. Doing a podcast while you eat. Go yeah. ahead. So, well, the Khan is <laughs> the like, I best Star don't Trek movie. eat
1: biscuits and gravy. <laughs> that one, just the Khan is the best Star Trek film. Okay. bar yeah. none. I have read... What? No, go ahead. It is... I have read Nicholas Meyer's book. View from huge the Bridge. Page. Yeah, View from the Bridge. But she also talks about all these other films. I have always loved this movie. I'll continue always love this movie. It's one of my probably top 10 of 20 favorite films of all time. We're not going to talk about this movie. Why? Because it's been talked about. By everybody.
0: everybody.
2: What don't you know about it? I was saying. say, well, and William Shatner right now is touring the United Kingdom doing live introductions, live Q&As, and then they show the film. Mm-hmm. Or he does the Q&A after something like that. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you get a chance to go, you should.
0: Oh, he's not doing live uh, interpretations of the shit my grandfather said? What is the shit my dad said? Shit my dad said. Uh,
2: you know, actually, I actually read that book.
0: That that that, that, you that see TV the TV series. show?
2: Oh, that that book's funnier than the show. Yeah. You know, I, I think I, I don't blame William Shatner for that. Holy Cow is gonna find I blame, cow, I blame William Sasso. That's right, William Sasso. Come fight me. Uh if his he, his his impersonation of Kenny Rogers is fought on. If he shows up to fight me, Chad, you, <laughs> you gotta take the hit. I can't take a William Sasso hit. He did
1: a good curly in an underrated three stooges. Have movie. you seen
0: his Kenny Rogers?
1: It's nothing like Kenny Rogers. I know, that's why it's
0: amazing. Star Trek
1: <laughs> All right. We are going to discuss the underpreciated Star Trek films, right, correct? Right, And we're not going to do all of them. No. But which number of the Star Trek films suck? Usually, the, the, if, we're, if we're doing... The, Stereotypically.
2: The, the original series run, you're talking about the odd number. One through number. six. Odd number Why? Star Trek movies suck. Uh, I don't
1: and don't it's think, not true, by the way. I don't, I don't think three I sucks in any way, shape, or form. I don't think no.
2: that's... But I think it's because three is to resolve two. It's a, it's a thing that gets thrown at it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Five is... The budget got cut on. There's a lot of issues with Five. It's actually an idea that Gene Rodberry had about them meeting gods and then figuring out that they didn't need gods.
0: Yeah, but Five got made because Shatner... Was jealous that Nimoy got to.
1: I've American... got made because four of May was a huge hit. Four was yeah. the biggest of the six. I think
2: even adjusted for price inflation, it still may be the big, if you adjust for price inflation, it is in, one of the biggest in, Star
1: Trek hits of all time. Right, the
2: Voyage Home, the one with the whales, yeah. right. And matter of fact, that's one of the first films that was shown American films shown in Russia. I was reading, uh, and, and they didn't—they weren't able to fully translate, it and it still got a plot.
1: And a shout out to uh, Mary. Uh, she actually told me a story that, and I've heard this before from about Nimoy. That have asked him his greatest accomplishment or what he's most proud of was really Star Trek IV.
2: Not three in a little lady. A little baby. No, little lady. He directed the sequel too. I don't think he directed the sequel. Google it. Okay, well,
1: why do that? Go ahead. He's too busy uh, directing uh, Gene um, in that something about Crazy About Love or something. Like oh, that. I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah I know that was it's his terrible. last movie directed. Yeah, Gene Wilder. But anyway, so let's start with Star Trek One and let's defend these movies, okay? Star Trek One. They all have something about them, but now I will admit
0: I don't have anything to defend on Star
1: Trek One. I it do. is. I, I, do. I do too. I do too. It, it too. is a wonderful concept. It is,
0: and this is will be why I can... Really?
1: Defend, you don't think it's a good concept? Voyager Probe goes to learn everything? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good concept. comes
0: back. It wasn't handled real.
1: Well, now let's talk about the... Why did Star Trek, the motionless picture, as some people call it, get made? Because of Star Wars. Star Wars is the only reason that movie got made. Yeah. So, a little bit of history you've talked about before. You want to no, jump in anytime. Gene Roddenberry. I'm going to take it. I'm sorry, you're right. It was
2: directed by Emil Ardolino. Yeah, it wasn't directed by him. How and uh, I'm going to continue on with my Paul End impression by drinking.
1: And by the way, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube and wondering, why is everything like shit? There's candy everywhere. Well, this is... Uh, We're recording this on the day that trick-or-treating happened in our area. And this actually is our Halloween get-together that we usually do for several hours, a full day. But somebody decided to move to where?
2: Well, it wasn't that. I was in town all day, but I have children. And I have and they wanted to go trick-or-treating. And
1: you have children. And, and I, uh, we just watched Three from Hell with my son, which oh. was probably a bad idea. Because he shouldn't see crappy movies. That <laughs> yeah. kind of sucks. If you're a scare Scarefest person, <laughs> uh, don't let me give you any kind of uh, spoilers, but I'm going to do a review of Three from Hell and it won't be positive.
2: No, it's, it's, uh, I think it's because it follows up. Anyway, back to Star Trek. Let me go
1: back to Star Trek. So, back to Star Trek. Roddenberry had promised everybody there was going to be a movie for a while. There was going to be a series. It was going to be Star phase Trek two. Phase Two,
2: and, and Larry Leonard Nimoy wasn't going to be in it. They had recast him with a Vulcan named Zahn, and the actor that was going to play Zahn is in Star Trek: The Motion Picture. You want to know where he is, Chad? Remember when they beamed those people up and there's that transporter failure and they, what we what got back didn't, mercifully didn't live long? Yeah. That, that was, was cool. the actor that was supposed to play. Nice. So they, they still gave him a role, but it was, listen, just like we aborted your career, we're going to go <laughs> ahead and abort your transport.
1: I want to make a really bad joke, but I'm not going to. So, he promised his fans that he had no
2: idea they would No, he used to go every... on stage and say, oh, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. It's because of you fans. And, and he, he
1: and went after person... I, if you're a fan, we've talked about Harlan quite a bit. Harlan Nelson Harlan Nelson has a good story about being in a boardroom, about Star Trek meeting God, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. We'll get to that one in a little while. But it was never going to happen. But guess what? There was this little movie called? Star Wars. And it was flipping the, huge. And Paramount, what did Paramount executive, have?
2: The Paramount executive, uh, le- according to legend, that they were having a meeting going, we have to find something to compete with Star Wars. And somebody said, don't we have something like that? And meaning, don't we have something with star in the title? And that's, and then Gene Roddenberry got a call, and and they found him typing on set, working on the new Star Trek. Yep, that was it.
1: Now, I love the concept. They brought back the cast. There's some issues. Now it was a huge budget. I don't even know that any of the five sequels well, after that still had the budget, and even if you, if
2: you count for inflation. Oh, correct? Yeah. No, no, it was it was huge, and it was it. What they wanted wasn't just something to meet Star Wars they also wanted 2001 Space Odyssey, which is why some of those scenes drag on so long. Plus, at the time, those special effects were cutting edge. So you're sitting there going, "Oh," and they never had the budget to do the Star Trek, the ship, the Enterprise. And the Enterprise is a character in its own right. I always argue that. Um, They never had the, the budget to do it the way they wanted to do it. And then they did, and the fans wanted to see the ship, and it was you know, they didn't know if they were gonna get sequels, so hey, let's do it so it's Who would have thought they'd get a sequel out of it? The cast didn't think about sequels. No. And that's even the thing. I mean, there's if you <clears> listen <throat> to the soundtrack, there's an entire song called Clearing the Moorings. And if you've seen the motionless picture, you know what it is. It's where they, they light the ship from various sides and the ship very slowly yeah. <laughs> leaves and you're but I'll be honest. You know, now that I'm older and I put it within that context, I'm like, "You never got to see the Enterprise like that before. This was your moment it's to see the Enterprise. The yeah, 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 Leave and and actually see it in space dock because it never we never saw it docked before. Mm-hmm. We never. So putting it within all those contexts. But the reason I'll defend Star Trek the motion picture is, it is something popped over there. I have no idea. Um, I keep talking. It is. Dead, so, dead, air. Dead, uh, dead air. Dead air. The murderer comes in and kills us all. It's uh, locked. No, actually, I forgot to lock it. Uh, and it's glass. That's what I always say about it. Well, I locked it, but it's yeah. break it. Uh, anyway, Um, no, Star Trek The Motion Picture. It
0: could be a one with lip wrists.
2: <laughs> Star Trek The Motion Picture is, I argue, the one movie that actually deals with exploration. Yes. Yes. Um, it is all about them finding something new. Yes. And, and even the ending of it when Kirk says, you know, what will the species be? I'm not doing the direct line, but what will it be a hundred years from now? What things like will that. it be? That sounds like Paul Lynn. I know. Just what just will stop. it be, boys? <laughs> stop
1: it. Either do Paul Lynn or don't do Paul Lynn. I now
2: want to do, I, I do want to do, have you do Paul Lynn, but do Kirk lines. And I want to, who can we have? Hey, Buzz.
0: He was. By Beth. <laughs> he was,
2: of all the souls i was, met, he was the most human, ma- <laughs> but Now, launch his phallic symbol into space. <laughs> it's
0: like a sperm. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Uh, no,
2: that's terrible. Oh no, he had my
0: pager. <laughs> <laughs> why would Paul Lynn have a pager? Well, why
2: wouldn't he? Why can't Paul Lynn have a pager?
0: Yeah. Anyway, anyway
2: are you but, getting to your point no that's it i think it, it is the one film that dealt with that exploration but also dealt with the ramifications of that exploration mm. the beager is spoiler if you've never seen it it's voyager yeah and because we sent out this probe to find all this information it found the information but it encountered something that thought of thought voyager itself was a species and it improved it and it improved it and sent it back to find its creator. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that's really interesting because I you know, we we think and, and Voyager expects us to be so much more advanced than we are. Yeah. And I think that's a cool kind of premise that you watch Star Trek the Motion Picture and you look from watching it in the nineteen eighties as a kid, like, Oh man, look how advanced that ship is and they can teleport but then, when they encounter something that says, "No, no, no, you can't be the creator because you're not advanced," you're anymore. not
1: advanced. No, I agree with you. I love the concept, and it gets to me every time. And, and but I think it's I, I, it just just doesn't move. No, no, it's
2: very slow. It really is. I mean, you could tell that story in an hour episode. But I think there's parts of it I love. I was saying about this the other day. I love the fact that the three mains, Kirk, Spock, McCoy, mm-hmm. have separated. Spock is going to go under-colonar and lose all of his emotions. <laughs> I thought you said he was going to go under-colonoscopy. I thought he was going to say undercover. Uh, <laughs> Shh, don't stop. It's 187 on a motherfucking cop. Don't ask. Anyway, um, has, colon R, and McCoy uh, is drafted. Undercover. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie where McCoy gets drafted and it it's never comes to But he, he does the entire thing going on. They use some rare subsection... Viv- and in short, Jim, I was drafted. And what's funny about that, if you're a Star Trek fan, what's hilarious to me about that is he ends up being the one that ends up serving the longest. Yes. Because in Encounter at Far Point, spoiler, Admiral McCoy is the one that's there for them to launch the Enterprise-D because mm-hmm. he has that great line, scene with Brent Spiner. I don't see any points on your boy, but if I didn't know better, I'd swear you were Vulcan. Vulcan. And let me tell you, that Encounter at Far Point there's... Makes I, no damn sense. I, no, no, but it's it's if if you panic on the bridge, we've mentioned it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've Check not it seen out. the documentary, it literally it fully admits Gene Roddenberry was in some ways sadly actually losing his mind, but also he just thought we'll just recycle the scripts we had for the original series. It worked then. Why wouldn't it work now? Yeah. Anyway, so the but I, that's what I like about the motion picture is it really shows you know. It's not that after that five-year mission, which we only got three years, but whatever, um, they he's, divided. He's not,
1: you know, he's, he's not still bitter. They mm. divided. All right, so a little bit of the history about the making of it, because this always fascinates me. It was directed by Robert Wise. Yeah. Robert Wise was a legend. Robert Wise was an editor. He was the editor of Citizen Kane. Most people don't even think realize that. He directed The Haunting. He directed... So that's
2: the second best film he worked on. Citizen Kane was the second best
1: what was number one? wasn't well, Star Trek the <laughs> <Sure. laughs> I should have all that shit coming. I don't know why I didn't see it coming. Robert Wise was a legend. Orson Welles or Wayne. Shatner's Hill. talked about how they didn't argue b- with him, even though he didn't understand tar- Star Trek, didn't get Star Trek, they didn't try to argue with him because he was fucking wise. Yeah. Right? They got him because they couldn't get a ton of other directors they wanted. Even John Carpenter was up for that movie and turned it down. Did mm. you all know that? No. Ton of directors. I would have loved nobody to see wanted John, to, John Carpenter I to take like, on I see John Carpenter Star Trek. I he was also when, going to be. He was also the one they wanted to direct Fatal Attraction. There's like a ton of movies he should have. But recorded. you know the, the thing about I think the. Thing he didn't had, want to do it because they had they had the
2: original ending. It was like, well, this is just a piece
1: of shit remake. A play, misty for me.
2: The, I think the original. Uh, the thing about the motion picture is, if you look at it, the scenes where there's random aliens that are on the tops trading cards that yeah. were made for Trek. I mean, the alien makeup's not that good. The Klingon, we do get the new Klingon makeup. Yeah, you get out the new Klingon, Trek and that lasted for a long time. Yeah, yeah. until for the most part. D- Until Discovery, really. Yeah. Well, um, no,
1: no, they ch- JJ changed it.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. And, um, but, I, you know, so I think you see so much of that come together. And I, I, that's the other thing, Star Trek, the motion picture, all the original six Star Trek films with the original series cast were actually made under TV production, correct? I'm not wrong You've about that. You've told that, that
1: before. Yeah,
2: I'm, yeah. I'm 99% sure because it was still CBS. Now, they were doing it, they were distributed through Paramount, but they were all the golf company. and. They, uh,
1: so, if you haven't seen it, I still recommend you check it out. But if you're listening to this and you're excited about Star Trek, my assumption is you're going to see every one of that we're talking about. And if you haven't, I'm kind of questioning what you're doing. Well, and
2: the flip side of it is, now, if you haven't ever seen it before. Haven't and, never seen I it. Haven't never. He said, Ph.D., uh have not ever. Never gonna it. get it. Never gonna get it. <laughs> Boys. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna. I now have. There is
1: the 25 of our listeners who are under the age of 40 or 50 going.
2: Bleh? You just named all of our listeners. I, I literally, by the way, I want to go out now, and I want to. I'm going to work really hard, Chad. I'm going to bust my butt. I'm going to work on script after script after script, and I'm going to get a job writing on one of these Star Trek series. But whether it be Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, any of these new ones coming out, and I'm going to work really hard. I'm just going to get. I'm going to get them to. Buy one script, and then I'm gonna get him by another, and then the third time I'm gonna introduce aliens called the Lens. I'm just gonna, it's gonna be. I, listen, there's one guy, Where's that at the play showers, the boys. <laughs> yeah. Mine was a bad Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, noodle salad. Oh my god, that can be who Spot can be. You
1: can Will do, you a, sh- can you do Paul Lynn Jack Nicholson?
2: <laughs> you can't, you handle. can't do that. You, you, can't, can't you
0: can't handle the truth. You can't handle the
1: truth, but <laughs> It's basically you just you still doing your Paul Lin doing Jack
2: Nicholson. Wait, do they Plus. get low to me, <laughs> boys? <laughs> actually, I like the wait. I could actually hear Paul Lin saying yeah. that. Uh, anyway. but yeah, Star Trek the Motion Picture. You're right. It, you need so, to see it. So the issue was, it was a huge hit. It, they did really
1: well. People have yeah. a. The, the, what was the problem? Cost too damn much. Yeah. Yeah. They still didn't make a lot of money on it because it cost too much, even though it was a hit. They spent a ton of money on that. I want to send it home one more time. So, basically, they... Harv Bennett, who was a producer, was yep. brought in. They cut the budget by a third. They brought in this newcomer. Who was it?
2: Oh, the the, the guy that had a view from the bridge.
1: Nicholas Meyer, <laughs> who had directed <laughs> oh, a wonderful gracious. little movie
2: that uh, that called Time and Time Again. Yeah, which, which starred Malcolm McDowell, who would never, ever come up again. Not no. in Star Trek. No, mm, No. Sir. So...
1: We got Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Now, let's move on to Star Trek Three because we're going to talk about the odd yeah. ones that people don't like. I never, Star Trek is always the one where I argue that point, because why, who doesn't like Star Trek Three? Star Trek, I, I think the issue now, is. Now, I know why Nicholas Meyer didn't do it. Do you know why Nicholas Meyer didn't well, do we it? We he just killed him. He just killed, he did. His whole thing was Spock was going to die. Leonard Nimoy said he'd come back, but he wanted to to die, correct?
0: he wanted to to die.
1: He wanted to to, to die. To, to, To die. Dale. And that was it. And the movie, what I've been told by multiple sources and what I've read, as it was being made, they're like, oh, this may not suck. Oh, this is looking pretty good. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then we got this yeah. because he included everything that everybody wanted to do and a con story because they wanted to do a con story. That was one character they wanted to come back. Well, I was saying
2: that's, if you go back and, uh, the alpha six, this is the alpha five. <laughs> anyway, um, the, uh, you know, the thing about that is they went through, um, and they watched a ton of, of episodes to see what episode they could do a sequel to. Yeah. And they picked Spacey because a lot of people said, "Well, why didn't they pick another one?" And you can read the stories about that, but it was it was con because the big question is, Kirk even says, "I'd love to come back in a hundred years and see what civilization has became of this at the end of Spacey," and he was like, "Well, there's your cliffhanger."
0: Yeah. Take a bell, Take a bell, Take
2: a why wasn't Paul Lynn a villain in a Sylvester <laughs> oh, oh God! action film? Why wasn't Paul Lynn a villain in the old Batman show? I don't with know. Adam West. I would have watched. Do oh you my know God. The Do a crossover. See, it would have been great because they could have done a crossover with Egghead and then you would have had a Hollywood Square. Can I, I just, um, you indirectly?
1: Or, did you just give me shit for eating? Yeah, but podcast? I didn't know I was going to be talking. You indirectly Oh, you didn't know quoted... you were going to be talking during the podcast?
0: Hold on, let me do it. Simpsons did it, boys. Ow. The scout leader. Oh, that's true. Ah, there
1: you go. Okay, anyway. Get him, boys. <laughs> As we were saying, the reason right. Nicholas right. Meyer didn't come back was he, he was he, he killed Spock. And the whole next movie was about bringing back Spock. And yeah. he didn't want to do that.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. And Leonard Nimoy wanted to direct... And they let him direct, and they pretty much were over him the whole time. I know mm-hmm. that for four, he got to do what he wanted to do. They, they let he, up. He, he
2: proved his point. proved
1: his point. Yeah. but he got to direct, and I actually like part three.
0: I but don't have any problems with it. Part
1: three
2: also. Christopher Lloyd is a good villain. I was gonna say, yep. and that's what I was going to say. People, <clears free throat> Christopher Lloyd as Krush is is. Uh, I mean, he's Krug. menace. You're Krug, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's spelled with an E at the end. And I always Isn't it Krug, though? Yeah, it is Krug. I thought it was um, Krug. You know, one of us is a turkey Yeah, well... It's not me. Well, I'll be honest. You know, actually, that is probably the film I've seen the least. But I think that sets up so many different things that play out. Because you see the Genesis Planet, You see the coming of that. So you get that direct continuation of part two. Yeah. But you also have this Klingon who's kind of rogue. Yeah. Because uh, he's not in good standing, mm-hmm. and you you see, uh, you know, spoiler if you haven't seen it again, like Joe said, if you're watching an episode about Star Trek, but you see the loss of of Kirk's son, son, and which his... echoes forward, and
1: the loss, is. and basically his murder, yeah, of one of the main characters of all of Star Trek, which was it, which was. Who did he murder? Oh, it's the the Enterprise. The Enterprise. Kirk murders the Enterprise,
2: to, and they had, to to
1: save them,
2: he destroyed that and You never great, saw that before. There was uh, I was about to say, and that's why I mean, uh, jumping forward, Star Trek Generations, the destruction of the Enterprise D didn't have the effect on me. But I'll be honest, as a kid watching on VHS, yeah, when you see that, and and, and Kirk's line, of, "What have I done? What have
1: I done?" And you're watching it fall from the sky yeah. in
2: flames. And, it's, and I think that's... I can't the, imagine seeing... It came out in
1: 1984. I can't imagine being a Trekkie and seeing that.
2: Because I think that's... And uh, I believe his name's Richard Arnold, who was an assistant to Gene Roddenberry. He, he makes the argument that I make as well is that there was something about the way the original series treated the Enterprise that it was a character. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Alon of Troyes. I am doing deep nerve dive. So if you're not a Trekkie... Close your eyes and pray. Uh, but in Elan of Troyes, there's a, you know, Kirk gets affected by the tears of Elan and that means that he's going to be obsessed with her the rest of his life and at the end of the episode, you know, there's a, an exchange of I think we need to find a cure for that and Kirk is signing forms in the background and the, there's just the final line of something like I think we already have. He's back on his ship. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the Enterprise was a character. It was you know if something happened to the enterprise in the original series like when it's getting attacked and even the way Kirk talks about it it's my ship i have to save her i have to you know i'm responsible for all the crew but immediately after the crew and the ship and and i don't think that and that's not to say that we don't care about the uh, enterprise d b c a b c blu-ray player b, kicked off um yeah. that we don't care about those ships but there's something about we just don't that care that about scene. the alphabet yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care for a bunch, bunch of Bunch of scribblings is all it is. Anyway, but no, you're right. And I think when you see the Enterprise go down, I mean, I can remember. I, I, I was a kid. I saw it on VHS, and I was like, "The hell just
1: happened." I wasn't a huge Star Trek fan of the show. I watched some of the episodes, but I loved the movies as a child. And I remember seeing it for the first time and having—I wasn't crying or anything—but I remember having a little bit of emotion because it's a great shot Nemo does a great shot of it. it's the silhouette of them as the yeah. kind of the, and then the woods and then it's at night on the Genesis planet and you can just see it slowly falling like yeah. a star of fire a star of fire yeah, um, yeah. and it's it's he did a, I can't tell him you got to meet him I never got to meet him uh, <laughs> he's very nice to my wife too yeah I can't imagine why by the way has anybody ever asked you about your first wife um don't ask why <laughs> Since you guys aren't interested in
2: any of my other projects, just
1: don't ask why. <laughs> but if it happens,
2: will you come tell me? I will, I will. Thank you. I mean, if she ever gets out of that well, I've got hell to pay. Oh, <laughs> anyway. well, he's got that videotape of her <laughs> going around.
0: I didn't know she was that young. Anyway, that's uh... oh. <laughs> her. Anyway, well, you that to give her the
1: ring. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you like know, it, put a ring on it. Star Trek Three. It, it has the death of his son. It has the death of his basically the one thing you're absolutely
2: right he loves so so he loses everything i mean that movie there's that and i I think he lost his toupee i think that's um i think that's why it's such a nice follow-up to khan because you think well he's lost his brother effectively he's lost spock Mm -hmm. and and then you see he loses the ship he loses his son and you would think that's you know it's over and then he does get spock back but there's even that question at the end of the movie how much of Spock is coming back? Because there's the, you know. He loses his
1: career. We yeah. didn't even talk about that. He gives up his career. They yeah. all do,
2: but he's the one who's going to
1: get, as they say, back to house penitentiary. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, but he's the one. That I, it's going to really be he,
2: he. The rest of them. And he even gives them the option. Yeah, he's an admiral. You can stay behind. You can. You know, this is your last chance. And I, I think that's. I think that's why Star Trek Three is also important. Is like I said, with one, you find out that they're all coming back together. I mean, Scotty's still been there and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. But McCoy had retired. Spock wants to purge himself of his human parts. And that's one. Two, they're doing, you know, he Spock's back, all this stuff. Kirk's promoted to Admiral, though, and isn't going to be on the ship anymore. And then three, he goes back to get his friend, loses his son, loses his ship, loses and his career. And we can talk
1: about McCoy being who... And they gave DeForest Kelly a great a great role to play with that to change it because he's batshit nuts because he has Spock's memories. He has his, yeah, Katra. Katra, his yeah. Katra in his Well, head. and
2: one of the great things in Star Trek Memory, the book about what Shatner wrote about Star Trek, he even points memories out that no, I forgot it was called
0: Katra, and then I started thinking of the She villain Katra. Wow! <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> do that again, I only have big breasts. <laughs> Rare
1: but can, can, can you put on a wig? Either, either dark hair or and red also, hair. And also, can you
2: call him Mr. Salami? Don't ask. Can just you, do it.
1: Dark hair or red hair? If I,
2: if I had a preference. Bone, bone's
0: only purpose. Destroy she Anyway, no.
2: But he points out in the book that and they, they used this a couple times in the movie that McCoy could always uh, DeForest Kelly could always do that raised eyebrow thing just as well as Spock could and they play with that even in the yes, movie yes
1: it's fantastic they give him such a great role to play in that movie and so every time yeah. I would hear Serving Hordak <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: um, anyway uh, I had like three Hordaks right <laughs> it's a long story there. I just had three Hordaks that's why you had to get the penicillin
1: and <laughs> Anyway,
2: I
0: loved Hordak. <laughs> I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to go to my... Good morning, honey. <laughs> She's not going to know what the fuck you're doing. Nope.
2: She don't have a clue. Not one clue who Paul Lynn is. Uh, but no, no. so I agree. Three, three plays on so many different levels. And I'm it's bad.
1: always the one that people... Every time someone says that even ones suck when it comes to the original six. The odd, odd ones suck when it comes to the original six. Sorry about that. It's always the one where I go... But th- three's a good
0: movie. Yeah, three's well, a good uh, movie.
2: It's also the one that most, the people talk about the least. Of the original 6. Uh, I agree. I agree. No because, one ever brings it up. Because people... Even the shit on. They don't yeah. shit
1: on it and they don't talk about how good it is. And
2: maybe it's because they think it's the most vanilla, I guess. Oh, well, you know they're going to get Spock back. Well, you know that now. Yeah. Obviously. I and think it's called, you probably... Yeah, you knew yeah. It's it called did. the search for Spock. Spock. It's not like they're going to beat down the planet going... Hell, he ain't here, boys. <laughs> well, let's, let's go. We got another hour and 20 to fill. He's over here banging another green chick. <laughs> anyway, no, but but I think, so you knew uh, that was going to happen. Can you be green, too, with that red hair <laughs> mm-hmm. and the breasts? Rachel
1: Nichols.
0: Um, Who? Rachel Nichols. She was the green alien in the J.J. Abrams yes. first Star Trek film, and she's also Scarlet in the first G.I. Joe film.
2: Hello, Scarlet anyway the but yeah no i agree with you i think it's it's people it's almost again i don't know if it's because they think it's the most vanilla or whatever because you know what's going to happen and, but at the same time i mean you see that I, I i think the death of kirk's son is powerful to me because he he just got because him back dies. well he got him back but we didn't even know he had one yeah, that's what i mean He has that line in Wrath of Khan: "You show up with a son I didn't even know I had." Mm -hmm. Who would rather see? uh, I've got a madman out here trying to kill me. My son seems like he would like to help him. Yeah, you know. And then you, but he he gets that scene at the end of end of Star Trek Two, where his son says, "I'm proud to be your son." And you think, "Oh, you know, the basically Horatio here uh, is going to finally settle down, have a family. Mm -hmm. Maybe he can be an admiral. Horn blowing. uh, But then it's gone. And like you said." He loses he he loses his ship he loses that and bones
1: loses his, his his vulcan mind it's i i it i don't know it, i don't you say vanilla yeah i guess I can see it you no, know and I, I don't agree find. with that, but i think it's i think that's what is it by no is it is it is, is it the is of course now, norathecon has the great death of a character right
2: but it also introduces i mean very very important and it foreshadows whether they meant to or not um sulu becoming captain because the excelsior is introduced as their experimental ship it's an nx class and it's going to you know there's that great line with captain styles saying to scotty i can't wait to break some of the speed records of the and you know Scotty, oh, yeah right, right go to hell uh but I, and i think i think there's a lot of humor in that i think there there's is a lot there's of, just not, i don't think you know, there's
1: no there isn't any humor in search for spock uh, well, no, but I there's mean, a, well, There's, there's bones, little scenes. Bones bat shits. Funny. Well, there's
2: little scenes, though. I mean, you get the Sulu scenes, Don't Call Me Tiny, all yeah. that stuff you get. And I think that's one thing that Star Trek 3 does as well is that Michelle Nichols and Georgia K and all of them, they're in Star Trek 1 and 2, but they get some pretty good scenes in two. Other
1: people get some actual scenes with some substance. So... The next one, i do not mean to just no no. We probably, but Star Trek: For the Voyage Home was the biggest money maker. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge hit. It's a lot of fun. That's where they brought back uh, Nicholas Meyer. Yeah. Nicholas Meyer says, "Well, yeah, I didn't want to do three because I didn't was an interest in bringing about yeah. Spot. But once you brought him back, then I can do it. Yeah. He was fine. And he wrote all the stuff in the past. Harv yeah. Bennett wrote all the stuff in the future. Remember where we little, parked? Remember where we parked? parked. A lot of humor, a lot of jokes about. A rock and roll which for some odd reason Nicholas Meyer doesn't care for a lot of different things There's a lot of Shakespeare well, punk references rock. yeah punk of... rock wonderful movie people love it yeah, yeah. now let's move on to Star well, Trek no, Eddie Murphy have... was going to be in it Didn't Eddie Murphy
2: and I was about to say and the last thing I'll say about it is and for many many people it completes what is the Star Trek til- trilogy yes two, absolutely three, 2, 3, and two, 4, four
1: yeah. and they book in so well yeah they do they yeah, They do, and four ends there, and and, and get,
2: knocked it out of the park directing it. And yeah. you get, and you find out that there is the Enterprise A that they have recommissioned a ship and made it the Enterprise A, and Kirk has been demoted to captain. captain, captain, and he's back in the captaincy, and it's it's you know it's everybody. And back they could have ended
1: the, the whole thing, kit and caboodle there, and
2: they go off into space. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but anyway, that's the other thing. I do want to say every Star Trek movie has that great last line. Yes. You know, and, 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 but even, actually, I use the, uh, I say it all the time and nobody knows what I'm talking about, but I'll walk through it. I'll be walking through a hallway at work and, oh, how's it going? Human vi- human adventure is just beginning. <laughs> and everybody goes, ah, that's true. And I
0: like, wish it would have just been zip,
2: zap, zoom, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: yeah,
2: that but was you a well, the Star
1: Trek, Wrath of Khan's got the good one, though, right? How do you feel young? Young, Young well, actually, uh, and, and actually,
2: straight. I think I mean Star Trek Six has the Peter Pan throwback second star That's right
1: straight on the morning, which is another literary reference, which yeah. is by written by anyway. Uh, but yes, yeah,
2: so, so, so let's get on to the one that
1: everybody yeah.
2: loves to hate.
1: Two, four, and six all have one thing in common. Well, Nicholas Meyer chronometers. Yes, we can clean those. Yeah. Five. Now, no one. They all bull they all shit uh, on ah oh, it's boring. One's boring. Three, you don't hear that much about. It. I agree with James. People don't talk about it. But five. Oh do they shit on, on five. five? Let's defend it, shall yes, we? Now what think. is great about five, Chad? Because you haven't had a chance to talk.
0: The the comedic. Timing.
2: <laughs> I hate you so much. Sir. I
1: don't... Okay, I'm going to argue with you. Yes, I love a lot of that. That's not what's great about Five. Uh, you know what's great about Five? No. The relationship Chip, between those three you, men... You're right. You're right. ...is the best part. You're right. That Out of those six movies, that's what that movie got right, right. more yeah, than any other six. Because, I mean, it opens up with... With
0: well, that friendship. Well, it doesn't open those, up with that, but, you know, yeah, but...
2: It opens up, they're going through the forest, and you know what the problem with them going through the forest is, don't you? The tree. You can't see the forest, Kelly, for the trees. I was going to say... I was going to say... <laughs> can't see the forest for the trees. Bones, quit bending over. <laughs> so William Shatner got
1: to direct because he wanted to direct because Nemo I, directed was, yeah. Well,
2: and it was also built into the contract. They basically built it into their contract. If he gets to do four, I get to do five. Five, yeah. It was, that's the way the contract read was... Equal, basically, you pay him whatever the salary was. I get paid that too, including benefits, which include. So, people
0: shit on that movie relentlessly, and there are parts it
1: does. Parts of it suck. Suck, yeah.
2: But the special effects suck. The budget was cut. the feather dance
0: scene. Lucas Lucas film
2: didn't do the special effect. Why was the
1: budget cut so? badly on that considering that the fourth one right two years no three years beforehand the fourth one came out in 86 the, actually why was there three years between the fourth one was i have heard a, and then '89. that was the summer of 89 when my parents split up after Let's bring that up again oh here I, we go again it was <laughs> the summer of 89 after, I've, I've heard
2: a couple different things and you'll hear different people uh inside star trek and a bunch of these other unauthorized books have said different things some of them say things similar one was that they were thinking about recasting. That they because a lot of people know that between Star Trek five and Star Trek Six, before they made six, they almost went back and said, Well, we don't want to pay their salaries anymore. We'll do a new cast and just do their you know, their Academy days.
1: Yeah, no Star was, Trek Academy almost got made, right? That was Academy something that years almost, or whatever was,
2: yeah that and Harv Bennett, who would be produced them, was going to produce it. Yep. And and so that was a thing. So a lot of people, and again, uh, ILM had done some of the special effects for the other movies. ILM did not do Star Trek V. Um, the the production, I mean, the, the, there were all these cuts, and I think a large part of it was um, there's a
1: huge pussy behind my head.
2: There's um, Chad's right here. Uh, anyway, not that um, big. Yee, spiders. <laughs> anyway, I think the other side of it is that they they came to a realization that I think some. Um, was true at the time but did lasting damage to the franchise if you stamp star trek on it people will show up and i think other franchises and i'm not i, I don't think i have to name names but i think there is that mentality and i think we still see that sometimes like there's an eight millimeter two that has nothing to do with eight uh, Nick it, Gages, they, they eight didn't even have film uh <laughs> <had> <laughs> they shot that on AK. mini dv um, and, and so I think that's, that's funny, what you had. you had. You have Fuck this, you, Chad. I don't need your. Penny. We don't have to spend a lot of money on this because you need a writer, and people will show <laughs> up. But I do think um, you know, and people want to blame Shatner as director. I don't think that's true. Uh, I don't know.
1: I, I wouldn't blame him for the quality of the. I don't know that I blame him for his direction as much as he may have been to blame for not fighting probably harder for certain resources that you have to do but I don't know that he had the power or the ability no, no, to do it's, so
2: and that's it if his script set, or if his contract says what you, you laughing to direct, your cat's drinking the milk that's in the
0: <laughs> well
2: you get milk. you get the you know you get to direct maybe that
0: maybe meant... mean
1: my son's milk yep. who was down here watching three from hell from us because <laughs> I'm a terrible dad
2: oh I don't know I mean he may not drink all that milk <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks James oh the... and now
0: he's going to eat the champs <laughs>
2: Oh, but,
1: don't eat while you're... old. give me those chips. I'm my fucking.
2: <laughs> those, oh, those are scrum chips. <laughs> but no, I, I I agree with you. I think the relationship... And Space I think sperm chips. You, you
0: could have had some dip, you cheap bastard.
2: I don't like bean dip. I mean, there are... That, I know. Okay. Fuck well, you. Can I just get on to the t- topic of this show that we I doing? know, obviously not. You've been jabbering on for Star Trek a 5, it is a relationship. And there's even lines that are throwbacks for long-term fans. That chip went
0: down sideways.
2: Did it <laughs> didn't scream or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, because Kirk has a line near, you know, I lost a brother once, but he came back. And if you're a long-term Star Trek fan in the original series, Kirk's brother dies. Sam Kirk. And his nephews and all that stuff, and so you, you see that. It, I hate it when his n- uncle Kirk, Kirk,
0: <laughs> died in that lawnmower accident. The hell you! I, don't do- I need
2: riders? anyway. Uh, so you I mean, can't do it with Paul Lent. There's there's tons of throwbacks to other things in it. I mean, there's tons of mistakes too. Uh, the 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 uh, bo- uh, jet boots that Spock uses uh, when they shoot up through the Enterprise is one of my favorite things to uh, watch of. You know, deck 22, 27, 30, 22 again. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, whoa, guys. I mean, it's bad editing. Mm -hmm. Uh, That being said, I agree with you. Now, what I do, my my issue with it is those three, that relationship is solid, and that plays throughout the film. I'm sorry, the best scene, the best. And the one that the, the rest of the cast, though, I think after seeing them get, I mean, Chekhov gets a part, big part in Star 2 uh-huh. and you have um, Nichelle Nichols and and you know all that mm-hmm. and 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 it, and then I think with five you do lose a lot of the supporting cast. No, they no, don't no, have no. A lot of say, hey, because I know the what you're do best to scene you know, in it is
0: Scotty. Yeah, and I know this ship like, like the back, back of my. my- bam. bam!
1: Ah, oh, that's, <laughs> that's funny humor. Why does that piss you off so I much? I don't know why
2: that pisses would, me off. It would be the 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 equivalent, uh, because, you know, Scotty is supposed to be the miracle worker. He's supposed to do all this stuff. And then you have, it's the equivalent of... He
1: woke up in the future to be on that uh, Star Trek The Next Generation there. Yeah,
2: and that's, so he's he's a brilliant engineer. And I think that's what gets me about it is, it's played for a cheap laugh. And it would be the equivalent. Gets me every time. Gets Gets me, me every, every, every time. It would be the equivalent of if in and Kane. It was a, right before he, you know, died. They didn't make
1: no sequels to that. But
2: right before he died, he just wanted to roll over and said, "By the way, those words were my sled." that's
1: not the equivalent because <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> no, no,
2: actually, I would laugh hilariously if, it, in terms of, if they if they find tomorrow. What right, it was this fucking sled? <laughs> if, if they if they find tomorrow an early an early cut by Orson yeah, there's a, There's a check underneath it to, or, or a key to a safety deposit box. <laughs> it was
0: under the
2: sled. <laughs> I mean, you know, something. But it, gold bullion. No. <laughs> It's like one of the best Saturday Night Live skits, Dana Carvey. And I love Dana Carvey. I wish Dana Carvey did more stuff. But I love the Dana Carvey skit of the It's a Wonderful Life, the ending that they found that was supposedly lost. And it has him doing George Bailey. Yeah. And uh, uh, Phil Hartman is the uncle. Yes, And it's all this stuff. And it's like, wait a second. she they, they, they starts to turns out he's not even a cripple. And they all go over and they beat him to death. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's great.
1: Anyway. Anyway, uh, Star Trek V is... I'd just, i I'd like to know why it took three years. I'd like to know why they cut the budget so much. Well, and it, cause... it
2: changed the ending because the ending was supposed to be a giant monster. I mean, he becomes... A, basically, the planet is alive mm-hmm. and the rocks start to attack and that's why it was supposed to be rocky and all that stuff. And and Shatner said when they redid all the... This shows you how long. But Robert Wise got to do a special edition DVD of the motion uh-huh. picture and they screened it again in theaters and so, limited theaters. I don't,
1: did Robert Wise alive for that?
2: He was very old, but yes, he when they started the process, he was alive because oh, he that actually he would... does a commentary on. It. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, but then you get through, and they started to do that for all of them. And William Shatner said at the time, he said, "If they would let me," he said, "Now we can do it with computers." He uh-huh. said, "Just let's put in the Rock Monster scene." Mm-hmm. He said, "It's not going to fix everything, but it would." But I do think that's it. I, and I even love some of the lines, and because it is true. Like I watch it, and it, it's like, oh please give me your ship to spread my message. Mm -hmm. That line, what does God need with With a a starship Yep. is still, and everybody's like, you mock the movie all you want. But I think that there's, there is to me a, a somewhat important commentary on, what we follow, what we believe, and if everything is right and just, then it will automatically work. Well, if that's the case, what does God need with a starship? You know what? Right. Yeah. What right, is, right.
1: Right. Right. And bl- and it says a lot about blind faith and letting yeah. go. And what does that mean? And, and, I and even,
2: the dogma of religion. I
1: agree. It has a lot of deeper meaning. And, or maybe we're reading too much into it. Well, and maybe with. that
2: just drop. But maybe that's it too. You know. But I think the other side of it is even the casting. So if if you're a big Star Trek fan. You may or may not know this, but I'm a huge nerd and I've read way too much behind the scenes. I mean, who was originally supposed to be cast? Lawrence Luck and Bill wasn't going to be Spock's brother. They wanted uh, Sean Connery, and it was uh, because the budget money, got cut. Right? It was a money thing. And, and actually, allegedly, uh, Lawrence Luck and Bill was recommended by Sean Connery's people. Was he represented? By, I don't know the answer to that. But they still did vague allusions to it. You know, what's the Vulcan heaven? It's Shakaari, Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. That would have been heaven if they could have got Sean Connery right. in that role, and and you see so much of that. So again, I think it's plagued by a lot of different issues, and and this idea of of the Enterprise crew meeting God or gods mm-hmm. had been thrown around since
1: oh back in the seventies.
2: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. and and so and then realizing and and so I think that's it too. It was you've got an idea that gestated for twenty mm-hmm. almost twenty years, and it never got refreshed. And, it, let's see, 89, that's two years into
1: The Next Generation, which was a hit, Yeah, correct, from the, from the jump?
2: Yeah. eighty. Yeah. You're yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. right? But no, The Next Generation was a hit from the jump, right? It was so much so that Patrick Stewart has said, and I think if you watch Panic on the Bridge, mm-hmm. they talk about this, Patrick Stewart didn't unpack his luggage. Mm-hmm. His agent told him, listen, it's never going to be gonna as big the as money, original you'll series. You'll make a little bit of money. You'll make some TV money. You'll TV. get TV exposure. Yeah. You can go back to doing Shakespeare. And so Patrick Stewart said, I didn't unpack my luggage. I was living out of suitcases cuz you know, any day now, boys, they're right. Right. It's going to pull the plug. But and and so
1: he and said Star Trek 5 was supposed to be the last one with the cast, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's why you get I mean, and I, the other thing about it is that I do like is that I think uh I think there's some commentary. You start to see the the flaws in the Federation in Star Trek Five, and what I mean by that, later on, we'll get Section Thirty-One and yeah. all this stuff that you know, and and even J.J. Abrams played with that. With uh, that, that was the only thing that I liked about the Con the movie. Yeah, no, no, um, the
1: best part of Con, the was, villain is Admiral Marcus. Was Peter Well was Peter is, Weller's yeah. role in that part. That, that movie didn't need Con.
2: No, it's it's the the Federation is its own enemy and so. Much. And I think that gets to that because paradise, the the where it's supposed to be, the Klingons and the Romulans mm-hmm. and the Federation, and where do these three governments want to put it, or where do they put it? The worst possible location. Okay, well, you know, well, we can't. Federation's not going to be in Federation space in case those are Romulan spies. And it's, so, where do you put it? The worst possible place. Oh, well, you'll send your best, you know, diplomats. No. You're not going to send your best diplomat. You sent David Warner. There's no one better. David, well, you sent David Warner before he was Gorkon though. Yeah. David Warner. God bless him. He's played
1: two different, he he was in Star Trek five and six in two totally different uh, roles,
2: but, and did well above them. I mean, but I think that's it. So I think, you know, even then people don't pay attention to that, but isn't that a commentary on, I think that sets up so many discussions of, do these three powers really want peace? And, and and what does oh, that yeah, look yeah. like? What does that actually mean? We like, may be reading way <clears throat> too much into Star Trek Five. Yeah,
0: I don't think I, so. Um, I, real quick, so you want to know why it took three years? Yes. Script Shatner's script. What do you mean? Did he write the script? He wrote the script. He was inspired by televangelists. That's why he wrote the script.
2: Why did it take? Why did it take so long, Chad? Chad, why because did it take so long? So long, Chad. Why did it take?
0: Because of Shatner's script. So basically. There's a there was a lot of um after Star Trek Four there was a lot of going back and forth from what I can understand. That Shatner was mainly inspired by televangelists who mm-hmm. claimed to speak with God, but they really weren't speaking with God, so that's what he wrote the script about. Um but he doesn't get any
1: script writing credit on this movie. Right.
0: I think he just wrote the treatment yeah. and then he kept and then so several several people were hired to rework it and then they just couldn't get it right. then Roddenberry didn't care for the fact that it they there really was no ending because you know, you can't really define what God is. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was a, um, an issue with the producer of, of the show, Harvey the movie, Bennett, Harvey, Harvey Bennett. Bennett. He wanted to be done after star Trek four. He said he didn't appreciate the way Nimoy treated him. He wanted to, he wanted to be done with star Trek. Cause he felt like he wasn't part of the star Trek family, but then Shatner tried to get him to come back on. And then there was He's an issue. He's not the
1: producer on six.
0: Right. And then Shatner, um, then Shatner actually got delayed because he had to go shoot something in the Himalayas. He came back. And then there was a writer strike. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so all this led up, and they actually ended up shooting pre-production stuff while the strike was going on because they felt the momentum was ending because it was three years later. No, it's yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why I got rushed into production. So there's your story
2: as to why it took three years. This also, though, is one of the movies. So, so for Die Hard, start- are you so, happy, boys? For diehard Sertrick fans. I mean, it's a, it's a very existential question. I mean, some days I
1: have speak... What is I joy? I mean,
2: professionally, I'm in a good place. But I'm just Well, if you add coconut... Good anyway. place,
1: his good place is the same as the good place in the show.
2: Well,
0: if you cover it in <laughs> coconut and chocolate and add an almond, it's an almond joy.
1: I don't like almond joy. Neither
0: do no. I. The almond
2: joys were... Because we don't like bread. coconut because of texture. the texture. Mm. Because you've got wuss tongues. <laughs> Anyway, this well, from the man who sure eats does love the woods. This
0: from the man who eats peanut shells. I don't know why. And shrimp tails. Have you yeah, seen any yeah shrimp
1: you tails? do eat shrimp tails, don't you? you? Weird
2: listen, shrimp listen, tails. A Woohoo. Those of us who grew up in poverty. <laughs> if it was deep fried you and on your plate you ate it, boys. Anyway, uh the I sure What? These deep fried dog turns to delicious. well if somebody puts them on your plate he's got the mush mouth boys (laughs) the the thing about Star Trek though I I do think the thing about the Star Trek the original series uh, the only
0: pudding pops all later swirls
2: The (laughs) the movies with the original series cast I think work very well for another reason though they 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 turned it into marketing because a lot of the original series, very few original series toys and stuff that came out during the original series. Yeah. When it caught on in syndication, you started to get that stuff, including the helmet with the siren on top. The light yeah, light, oh god. It. Anyway, um, I want but, one of those. Boxes. I do. Too. I do I, I've seen them at conventions before, I and even to. then they were like a hundred bucks, and that was when I first. I don't want to pay 90s. for them, but
1: I want one.
2: So if you got one in your garage and want to send it to me, I'll tell Joe I have one and brag about it. Anyway. Um... I want to take one, put it on, go to a crime scene. What do we got here?
0: <laughs> now, Boys. Now,
2: oh my God. Did, did Paul then ever work with Don Knots? Now, oh, I'm, I'm man.
0: sure he did. It was um, the seventies. Every has been actor was doing something. Oh, don't has say that about been. Don Knotts.
2: Has been, sir. I will. It'd be cold day in hell before I let it never was called Don Knotts. a has been. <laughs> I agree with him on that a hundred percent. Actually, um, <laughs> Apple Dumpling
0: Gangs. Those are those Gangs? good movie. Was that the there's sequels? Sequels? There was, two? There was two. I well, know, but he said the, the Apple best. Dum- but you
2: don't like the Apple Dumpling Gangs? My favorite part, I think, is the second one, is where if you boys come back here, we're gonna kill you. And then they, oh, you're going to do, I, what? You're, we're going to hang you, but we don't have any rope. So next time you, you come back into town, bring your own rope. You know what? You're and later on, Tim Conway goes, do we do we have any rope? Because they told us if we come back, we got to bring our own rope. You know what? You're right. The Apple Definitely
0: game did show that there was a better Western actor than Clint Eastwood and Bill Bixby. You're right. I'm sorry.
2: Huh. Anyway, I think the Star Trek original series cast movies are important for another reason. <sighs> yes. And that was marketing. Surge the motion picture, Tops did the cards. I have that complete set. No no, don't don't get jealous. Um there's a whole line of trim outside <laughs> that door lined up just for you for that um, Oh, Mr. Thomas. Oh I'm sorry. Doctor. Dr. Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Doctor
1: Thomas. Oh, you have all the time. Star Trek Motionless. Including. Pictures. You, you want to see these titties?
2: Including, sir, the original stickers. Now, a lot of kids peel them stickers off, but I got them. I got them.
1: What are you giving sure. me that look for? You Star know, Trek. the
2: whole line out there.
1: Well, let me show you these titties to see those Star Trek,
2: uh, Star Trek the Motion Picture. By the way, when I I got this, a foul
0: fill from Garbage Pail Series 1 when I tag this suck
2: it <laughs> you've got 15 otters <laughs> <laughs> I, when I tag this online and Google Trek, otters and and when I have people that also like Star Trek join it uh, th- by the way you start the recording yeah we no I started recording. the timer so I don't know how long oh okay was so say, hopefully you wrap this up quick no but what I was getting to though is
1: especially with all that line of trim you get you'll all get the, a disease and take it home to your second wife <laughs> You'll get all the Ask mar- him about his first wife. <laughs> we kids. got
2: another movie to watch, boys. You you get the marketing. And mm. that was something Star Trek, I mean, they had that's toys the and stuff like that. where the real money the movies made. But where did Star Wars make a ton of money for George Lucas? Marketing. Or no, uh, to toys. toys.
1: No, it wasn't it at all. I don't, I don't have anything funny to say. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's all toys. It was toys. Merchandising. And
2: Star Trek hadn't had that. So I think that's the thing that they did take from Star Wars as well. Star Wars helped bring them back. But then you had the top cards and all that for the motion picture. By Star Trek Five, Kraft bought into Star Trek. Why? Because what does Spock do? What are you doing, Spock? I am preparing. He pulls that little device that pops out. A marshmallow.
1: Marshmallow. Yes. He says it I'm,
2: very...
1: I'm preparing actually, to toast
2: a marshmallow. Forrest it, says it like 14 syllables. A marshmallow. But what's funny about that is, I don't know if y'all know this, craft if you sent in so many proofs purchase of purchases you got that device I've seen it at conventions I've almost bought it and then I always stop myself going what the hell am I going to do with this you want to but roast a marshmallow you make some s'mores bitch it, yeah. it is and I think that's really important is that you know don't you ever it, think of anybody and else if other, you other than watch, yourself if you watch what the riots did they went from you know all, the the riots changed for Star Trek all the time Star Wars stayed with Kenner till Kenner wasn't a thing anymore um but I think that's the other part about it is the, the by the time we get to the next generation, Deep Space Nine, all that stuff, the marketing machine's in place. Yeah. But I think we also have to look at the movies as getting that marketing machine started. Because outside of that... I don't of know that, how this I'm has like, to
1: do with Star Trek Five.
2: Well, no, no. I'm saying, I, I was wrapping this up. I think you need to look at the original it's series picture. trim
1: out there excited about his Topps cards.
2: I'll be honest now I don't I don't mean to brag I don't mean to brag Chad and you don't but I also do it well. I also have the Star Trek masterpiece collection which is the paintings and that's got the original series the next generation plus 1991 Chad 1991 25th anniversary mind you they did a card set by Impel Impel now there were... which is what the ladies want him to do <laughs> you also <laughs> got an
0: amazing poster of trekking with Scotty You're that's welcome. true the,
2: but there's a maroon border set now that's the next generation set yep. Chad the blue border set is the original series, and series one, series two, and I've got a complete And service. our
0: audience is officially dozing Are while
1: sleeping. Are those in your basement?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot dozing of- Dozing while sleeping. I meant to say Do dozing while have driving. Do you stuff with your parents? Um, you know, this, I, I, I may have some of my props and stuff. And one of the coolest thing I got, back when eBay was a new thing, kids, they used to sell stuff uh, randomly, and I actually have behind the scenes film sales- where you can see stuff like the director's hand doing the board from the original series. Okay, mm-hmm. Those uh, those are in storage somewhere. But, you know, I, and I think that's it. That, I say all that to say, we we think of Star Trek now, and Star Trek waned for a while. Enterprise was canceled. It never Garth. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Well, Garth of Izzar- hold
2: on, let me make this one. Garth of Idzar, that's a character from the original series. See, Joe, uh, he was a tyrant. And Kirk thought that this actor was really him, but he wasn't sure. So he was a Shakespearean actor. Anyway, so... I want your oh, <laughs> ass
0: full of Harvey Mudd. Would
2: you just get on Harry I, Mudd? Hold on, Harry Mudd. By the way, if you watched Discovery that Alone loaned to you, you'd see Rain Wilson play him. Is, anyway. Um, I would
1: love to watch it. Will you take my child?
2: No. You, okay, so hold on. Let's go back in time. episode. You'll watch Three from Hell with him, but Star Trek... Which is known for being largely family entertainment. Now, there is one scene in Star Trek Discovery, which upsets some people. But, nothing near through from hell. So, you can't let the boy see Star Trek. I can't do Paul then. Why are you laying in his lap? Because you told me to sit closer for the camera. Did you just do this so you could frame us? Well, I was, yes, absolutely trying Beam to
0: frame. Beam me up, but... Scotty. He has sexual overtones. <laughs> He's gonna show
2: me Boys. his captain log. Boys, he's gonna show me his captain's log. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, that was funnier. Anyway, but no. So I think let's it, wrap it up. The original series movies. The, the odd ones, if you say they suck, I'd say go back and watch them. Are some of them slow? Live Long and Prosper kind of looks like the, the Shocker Boys. T- I think we can defend
1: the other two. I, I, Star Trek 5 is not a great movie. I don't know if it's a good movie. But If I think you there's never all...
2: saw any of the other Star Treks, it, 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 it is a waste on you. I will fully I say I agree, that. but if you're
1: a Star Trek fan, I don't understand how you can't enjoy the camaraderie yeah. that that movie demonstrates. Also, also, also time out,
0: time out. David Warner. Uh, yeah, uh, my David, favorite. David, I said David my, Warner earlier. My, I wasn't listening to you. My, you know, I even had a whole
1: comment about how he was in five and six. I was know, what looking. What in
2: the hell are you doing on this you show? No, actually, I want to bring up one last thing for You're five. You're like a child who wanders into the room. I, I want to bring up one last thing for five. We five also gave us some of our best history of those characters too. Yes, because you find out what you know. McCoy having to watch his own father die, die. and letting him die earlier. You know, they could have kept him alive on machines uh-huh. effectively. And then him having to say they found the cure two weeks later. Or it was six months. Yeah. Six months. I mean, you know, it's and, and all of that stuff. So I, 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 and then Spock, you know, having to face the term that he's not. And and again, spoiler, that comes up in Discovery mm-hmm. in a unique way where Sarek makes a choice that affects really two people, yeah, in pretty major ways. And it's it goes it kind of for me jumped back to that scene of he's so human, and how Sarek's concerned that his son is too human. So I think that's the other part, is it humanizes these these characters, I think by this time in the Star Trek mythos, Captain Kirk's a god. And so when he has that entire scene, you know, and, and I always think about what would have Cyborg shown him? What was it? Is it losing the Enterprise? Yes. Is it his son? Is it is screwing up with Carol Marcus? Is it... And, and I love that scene, and it's one the one thing that I always think about in Star Trek I need my pain. Yeah, I need my pain. It yeah, makes, me, pay. It makes, it me, makes who me who I, I am. am. Yeah, yeah, And I think about that sometimes, you know, all, there's tons of science fiction stories out there that say, what happened, what would Utopia look like? Utopia may not be good for us. Maybe, even the Matrix has that line, we originally created paradise, it turns out you people don't want it.
1: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And I, I, so I think about that scene. I think that's a good scene. And again, you can crap on the movie, I guess, if you want. But I think there's scenes in it that pull up those science fiction...
1: No, I agree. I agree. There's stuff. some good ideas there. Overall, it's an uneven, flawed film. Who plays Carol Marcus in Star Trek Into Darkness? Eve... Uh, uh, Eve Eve. something. Alice Eve? Alice, Alice Eve. Eve. Hello, nurse. Yep. Um, You know who's better looking than her? Chris Pine. <laughs> Hello, nurse. I think I got a shot with Zachary Quinto. You're so wrong. My
2: wife has said, had you're said so before. You're
0: so wrong. Why am I wrong? Peter Weller. Oh my, my
2: God. Hello, nice. nice. No, my wife says has looked at me before, and she said, "I love you," and and I think you're attractive, but. He and so it. does all
1: those vixens <laughs> want to see your top
2: trading cards? But no, my wife says. But Zoe's held on. I'm like, I can't beat her. I mean, honestly, I know I'm a guy, and my wife uh, evidently, I've heard, is into guys. I don't know. Uh, but, many, but many, many, <laughs> many, 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 many men. But she, every time, I've been even, into her. Even in Guardians of the Galaxy, she says there's just something about Zoe Saldaña, that I'm like, I can't. I mean, sure.
1: And there was that. So. We will do another episode where we talk about the Trek films of the Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Generations would be the one, but I think we want to
2: let's let's do. I think that kicks off the Next Generation because it takes care of some other issues, and it, it uh, so we'll start there, and then we'll do the Next Generation film. when we,
1: when, I'm really glad that we waited to do this, and we kept putting it off because I think this is the best way to do it. Would be to defend the odd films.
2: Yeah. Well, and I, I think you know because uh,
1: everyone already knows that the good ones are
2: good. Yeah. Two, four, and six. And I think those are good for non-structure. I mean... Six is a good mystery. It is a good mystery. Six is a good mystery. Uh, and I love six also because it plays with any audience. I can show it to my... You know, my parents see it and, and check offline, guess who's coming, coming to, to dinner. Coming to dinner laugh their ass off. Oh, uh, my parents. Uh, when I first saw it, they were like, Ah, Sydney Poitier! Mhm. Um, but I watch it now with my son, and, and who's, who's eight now. He turned eight. And, um... You know, he he he's like, oh, even he gets it that the Klingons are bad guys, but maybe they're not bad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. they're. The it,
1: undiscovered country isn't a place; it's peace.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's tomorrow. It's Tomorrow's tomorrow. undiscovered, yeah. and we can have peace then, or we can have more. But we've got to play around with that concept. So no, I I I think that um, and I think Star Trek Six, which ended the original series, the full yeah. original series cast. I think it ends, you know, with Sulu's, the Excelsior's going this way, the Enterprise, the yeah. second side of the right and straight out until morning. But Scotty, I think, has a line that's a big ship and Captain Kirk has a line not big as big as her captain. captain. And and I think that, um, I, I like the way that ends because it does set up the idea that, you know, there's a tomorrow. And, of course, production-wise, Star Trek, the, the next generation was on. You knew where this went. You knew these characters. But I, I think that, uh... Yeah, it's, we can defend 2, 4, and 6, but we don't have to. And I, I would say 1, 3, and 5 hold on their own. But Star Trek The Motion Picture is slow. Star Trek 3, you know how it's going to be resolved by the title alone, effectively. Effectively. And Star Trek 5, everything was cheaper, everything was done quicker.
1: And it never had an ending.
2: And it never had... But, I, you know, I, I think you can do a movie without an ending. And it suffered from a weak villain. But actually and, and you know the one part Well it doesn't really
1: have a villain. Right.
2: No, it's it's Cyborg's not I guess he's a villain, but he's not really not a really villain. because I mean he saves the day in the end, he's really. He's the one that saves the day. Mm-hmm. He's and, and I, I I do love the, you know And
1: this is this is still this is still melodrama. And yeah. the only way melodrama works is with a strong villain.
2: Right. But and I think that's it. I think that's what the original series movies after the first one did lose. There's not... Star Trek 5 actually gets the closest to going back to that idea of exploration and discovery. Because yeah. Two's about dealing with Khan, and that's not exploration and discovery. 3's, mm-hmm. we're going back to find Spock. Mm-hmm. 4 is, I mean, a little bit, but they're exploring really. what they're, we they're know.
1: Trying to, they're trying to, yes. I, You're I
2: dealing with the probe, and we don't understand that, but we're not going to go find out what the probe is. Yeah. They did a novel that was a bestseller that was a follow-up to that called probe. Star Trek Probe. It's right over there on my shelf. But... The movie itself is, their their unexplored country is our home. Yeah. It's 1986. So I I would argue one and five are the ones that get closest to what Star Trek, the original series was about. That idea of, you know, to boldly go. Where no man. Where no one has gone before. I know, I know we're going to wrap up. The last thing I will say, Star Trek six, I think does have the best line that puts that in perspective. Is when Chekhov says something about uh, how about some basic human or basic humanity, and and the Klingon comes back. Even your language is racist, and I can remember being what not uh, Star Trek Six came out when came out 91?
1: in 1991. yeah twenty Nin- fifth anniversary yeah
2: yeah twenty fifth I think it was ninety one, and I can remember I would have been eleven years old going oh man if we ever do meet aliens we're hosed. Because yeah. we are. it's Our language is inherently racist. in that. I mean, if you were in county. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's where I'll close out my ideas about Star Trek 1 through 6 is that I think that franchise grew as the time went on. Because I think when Star Trek The Motion Picture came out, Where No Man Has Gone Before, you see it on a plaque in the background, you see it. And I think when 6 ends with Where No Man, Where No One Has Gone Before, I think it addresses some of those issues. Chad? So I'll end... This episode... By being Paul Lind, Paul
0: Lind <laughs> doing the best quote from Star Trek. Live long and use the Force, Luke, <laughs> Chewie, three to beam up.
1: <laughs> Why didn't I give Chewie a medal? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to Bonehead. We hope you've enjoyed Cause he our, had fleas. our original Star Trek series episode movie episode?
2: Star Trek movies. I mean...
1: Star Trek original. Series I mean, we do one about episode. Discovery, but you haven't seen it. Nope, ain't watched it yet. Oh, well, one of us here has watched every episode of Star Trek except for Discovery.
2: I have everything. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Oh, times have changed. My kids are older. I Did you finish
1: Voyager? Yeah, I know you have, but I've, we're the two who aren't Trekkies.
0: I've I've seen everything Trek. I except have, except for the seg- second season of Discovery and the short Treks. I'll i get you me. short tricks. About short paint. trick.
2: That short trick about uh, Saru, Doug Jones. Uh, and his origins and why he ended up there. And All then, right. Then you find out about... We, we gotta end. wrap this up, but boys. Then, then you find out about the alien species that pursued them and why they actually pursued them and how they weren't really... Anyway, Joe, thank Joe, you, you so just much said, for tuning in to Star Trek. We'll get you... Now, hold, hold on. 50%. Now, what you need to understand We're is... Right see, walking away. The Heisenberg Uncertainty Compensators are how the thing works. I but now how... Heisenberg they 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 searched... Now, Roll credit, boys! The disease that uh, they... The, the for Turtles. Fix out, out the disease. Yeah. Bye. But now-